Hello. This is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Hey-ho! Welcome to the show. Michael Bublé has announced he's coming down under. I know that might not be exciting news for everyone, but it's very exciting news for one member of this team. Who would would not be excited by that news? I'll put my hand up. Could not care less. (laughs) I imagine on Smooth FM, this is the biggest news that's at them all year. Yeah. They'll be loving it. I'm excited. You know I'm a big fan of Buble. Massive fan of Buble. And I actually have a bit of an exclusive about his tour tonight. Really? Yeah. What? what how? Well, you know every big tour that comes out you know, to Australia, they'll often have a support act. Who's touring with them sort of thing. I might have a bit of a heads up on who Michael Buble's support act is. And uh, well, I know rumours have been around. Am I going to do it? Am I going to step up? Am I going to sing that's with Buble? Not a rumor. No, it's been a rumour. No, it's not. I've seen that all over Twitter. People are tweeting hashtag yeah, Dom with Buble. you tweeted it. On my fake accounts. Yeah. Bunch of accounts. Anyway, do you have this, a fake account? I've got a few fake accounts on Twitter. Yeah, what do you do? On Twitter? Yeah. Enter competitions. Yeah. I don't troll. You know trolling? Troll. No, never Do you done. ever like your own tweets? <laughs> I've retweeted some. Yeah. How's that yeah. gone? Did it get the momentum going like you <laughs> hoped it would? <laughs> Not really, no. Um, I, want, I should troll myself. Yeah. That way people would see that I'd been trolled in the and comments. And he's like, feed. oh, he's famous enough to get trolled. <laughs> That's a good idea. Anyway, look, we're down the wormhole there. My my point is, obviously, Bublé would love me to sing with him, and I know that's what the people are saying, what the rumours are saying. I do have an official response to make to these allegations, and I will get there before we hit midnight. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, my local KFC is starting to cause me some problems. I, I can't have KFC anymore um, since I got diagnosed as a celiac, but it was my go-to back in my younger days. I had many great days with the Colonel. Um, How often I've, were you having it back in the heyday? Uh, three times a week. Three, two, times. three times a week, okay. yeah. Um, but I'd go to town when I went there. And it was what, a good experience. And was it like just the original Philip Burger? Well, do you want to, you play the drive through? You ready? Uh, yep. Okay. Ah, oh, Dom, you're back. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can I just grab a, an original Philip Burger combo? No mayo on the burger. Uh, ten nuggets and two wings. Uh, certainly. We call that the Dom around here. <laughs> yeah. And you know we have it ready for you as soon as we see your car. Brilliant. That, that's sort of what it was like. Now, here's the that's issue. That's a lot of chicken. It's a lot of chicken, what, yeah. Ten nuggets. Yep. Two wings. Yeah, and a burger. And a burger. No Still chips? Burger. Oh, there's chips too. That oh, comes in the, bur- the meal. Yeah. <laughs> the combo. Come on, man. My mistake. Um, but the, the problem with KFC now is there's one on my drive into work each night. And anyone who's, you know, been a, a big KFC lover or even been near a KFC would know that there is this particular smell. I reckon all fast food places mm. have a, a unique smell, a scent. KFC's is good. It's a good scent. And you can get it from, I reckon, 20 metres, maybe 30 metres in any direction of You'd the store. You'd hate to live next door, wouldn't you? Or maybe oh. love it. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, You'd be hungry be all the time. Yeah. Oh, completely it would. Because your clothes would smell like it. Yeah. The scent wafts out. And yeah. unfortunately, my car stopped at traffic lights on the way in here is always within that radius the scent radius of KFC. Now, it's gotten to the stage where I was starting to feel so hungry and so sick when I'd smell KFC in terms of missing it and desiring it that I have had to about... So when I'm up the road from where this KFC is, every night now I'm winding my windows up and putting the recycled air on until I get past the KFC and around the other side. And it just occurred to me tonight as I was driving past this, this smell might be causing me too much damage if I have to have a strategy. You know what I mean? A plan to avoid it when I'm nearby. Yeah. It's, you it's could just a go fun. a different way. It, there's not really a different way. It's sort of the only way into work, right. to be honest. But um, <laughs> that seems like it's fake. <laughs> <laughs> I also like to see the colonel's face. Yeah, it's like seeing an ex. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And just checking that he's well. Just give him a little nod as you go past. <laughs> yeah, let's go well there. Sorry, I can't but see you anymore. I, I wondered if you know there's there's smells like this that other people find irresistible. A smell that is just so captivating to you. S- smell you can't resist. You, yeah, that you can't be near it. 
131060 if you have one. Because I, I started telling a friend about my KFC scent situation. And he told me that he's the same with, with Domino's, that there's a strip mall near him that has a Domino's. And when he's there, he has to hold his breath when he walks past the Domino's to get to the other stores. Because he's like, the moment my nose catches the Domino's pizza baking, it's a guarantee I'm buying pizza. Yeah. I cannot, once I've smelt it, I can't, there's no other option at that stage. I think That's for simple. me, it has to be Donut King. Yeah, yeah, I get that. And you know, the other one is not only the smell. Yeah. I'm hypnotized by that, uh, how they cook the donuts. As in the, the sizzling in the oil. You know, the oil when they drop oh. it in. As I walk past, I'm like a moth. I just kind of lock on to that. <laughs> I'll just be sitting there for like 15 minutes watching. You can watch the like conveyor. You know the conveyor belt as they yeah. come up? Yeah. One time yeah. I was just staring there watching it, and then yeah. the lights started to go out. And I was like, oh, how long have I been here for? <laughs> I, like, I think I blacked out. It was like an eight-hour trance. <laughs> 13, 10, 60. Is there a smell that you physically cannot resist? When you, ha- when you get a, a whiff of it, you're gone. Hey, Ryan, what's the smell you can't resist? Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay, is this is there a Krispy Kreme near you? Yeah, yeah, it's five minutes away and it's coming in this shit. Doesn't yeah. Krispy Kreme, like, they have a light that lights up when the donuts are fresh? Is that right? Yeah. No, that's hard, isn't it? So, how, so it's hard, yeah. it's like a bat signal. How, I'm needed. How often, Ryan, do you reckon you end up eating Krispy Kreme when you weren't intending to just because the smell's got you? I get 80% of the time. Yeah. 80% of your Krispy Kreme encounters, the smell got you. You weren't intending to have donuts. That's an incredible marketing tactic. Yeah, Krispy Kreme are writing yeah. down this as market data. They should at just, the moment. just go into like city centres yeah. and just release the scent of Waft Krispy it. Kreme. Yeah. Or they could put, set up big fans outside the store. That's just a great push idea. It further. I think some stores that have an amazing scent, Subway, amazing scent, capitalise on it more. Is it? Is Subway an amazing oh, scent? Yeah, when they're baking the bread. The bread's oh, pretty good, hell, yeah. It's pretty amazing. Uh, Tanita, on 13, 10, 60, what's uh, the irresistible smell to you? Sorry, who was that? <laughs> That's you, Tanita. What's your smell? Hey, uh, toast. Toast? Yeah. As I'm in... a nurse, and every, every night on night shift, somebody cooks toast, and then you cannot resist it. And then what, you have to go make it yourself? Yep. So just general, general, you know, slice of bread and a toaster does it for you. It smells pretty amazing when you work in a hospital. Are you talking yeah, about, okay. like, is it like uh, when it's a little bit overcooked and it smells like crispy? No, it just has to be cooked perfectly. Yeah. Don't they say that if you smell toast, you're having a stroke? Isn't that the thing? Uh, well, not if there's toast cooking. <laughs> that well, no, would probably explain it. That has caused me nightmares before because the air conditioning vent here yeah. does go linked to the air conditioning oh, vent in the right. kitchen. Remember when I came in with toast once and you <laughs> yes. were like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I was certain I was in big trouble. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. It's been announced this week, Zach. Michael Bublé is coming back to Australia doing a national tour uh, early next year. We've chatted about Bublé a lot on the show. I am a massive Bublé fan, particularly of his Christmas album. I cannot get enough of the Christmas album. And uh, look, the amount of times we've spoken about Bublé and I've sung Bublé songs on the show, that sort of thing, I have been getting messages this week from people asking me, uh, Dom, you're going to support Michael Bublé? Are you going to be Bublé Support Act? Well, I remember last time I tried to get behind you on this. You did. Last time when he came to Sydney, Mm. I recorded you singing one of his songs and... We yeah. sent it. Producer Michael sent it to his representation. That's right. We never heard back. Yeah, Nothing. You must have got the wrong email, Michael. 
Do you reckon that's what happened? No, I don't think that's what it was, Dom. No, I reckon we got the wrong email, which is, I mean, uh, an administrative error, um, which is unfortunate that that stopped me before supporting Bublé. The point is, I know the rumours are out there again, you know, national tour. What is it, like, uh, something like six, seven, eight shows around the country? Mm. You know, we, am I going to get up there on stage and support Michael Bublé again? I know that's what everyone's talking about, Zach. You've been hearing it. I've been hearing it. Um, well, I've only been hearing it from you. No, no it's, all, it's, all over the, it's all over the place. And I, so I do need to officially respond to it. And I... It's really hard, Zach, to let people down. You know, it's really hard. You know, it's really sad you that you managed to find a way. Yeah. I'm just going to push through. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when it's really sad when you got to you got to let people down. They've got hopes up, and you got to let them down. Unfortunately, yeah. um, what you got another one? No, no, I'm yeah. just wondering where this is going. Well, uh, you've changed tone. I can tell when you change tone from talking seriously about something hmm. to, um, yeah. you know. Uh, not really believing what you're saying. No, I believe it. And I know I'm going to let people down there, but unfortunately I have decided not to put my name forward oh. to support Michael Bublé's Australia Tour 2020. Okay. Now, I know I know there's going to be people shattered by that, people pretty much shocked, maybe staring blankly at the radio right now, wondering why. Why mm. would I do that? Now, I, I, I need to explain myself. My first reasoning is, first and foremost, I am a Bublé fan. And I want to enjoy the concert without the pressure to perform. Secondly, I have a lot of the same repertoire as Burble. It would be, be, you know, sort of stealing his thunder a bit if I came out and saying, just haven't met you Why yet. Why don't you mix him. up your uh, set list a little bit? I could do that. You but could do hip hop. I don't want to steal his thunder, Zach. You could do, and, why don't you bring back the beatboxing? Uh, no, I'm not good at beatboxing. That's a pre-recorded bit of audio. That wasn't me live. But that was you. That was last time you beatboxed. A few weeks ago. Why don't you do that on stage? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I I will not be beatboxing on stage either. But I I, I just wanted to you know uh, beat the story on this one. And before mm. Burleys people get in touch and say, "Dom, are you going to come with us?" I wanted to unfortunately say, "No, I won't be. I will not be supporting Michael Burleys, but I will be in the the seats. You'll hear me in row B, yeah. blasting out. Just haven't met you, Michael. I've seen you working at the computer over there. Mm. Have you been able to find? What do we got here? This is me singing a thousand miles. Is it? This is what we sent to Bublé's people. For some reason, it was... Does anyone remember why it was Vanessa Carlson? I just assumed it would be Michael Bublé when I pulled it up on the computer here. Good work, though. Well, there we go. Geez, you know what? Actually, hearing that audio, I might retract my... Yeah, you could do a thousand miles. Screw it. I'm going to support Bublé. I'm back on board. Michael Bublé's people. See Get in touch. thousand miles and then finish it off with... Tonight. <laughs> Bit of beatboxing. Yeah. Forget supporting people. I'm doing my own national tour. <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Our bosses are asleep, which means we can do this. It's time for What Did Zach Splat? I am out on the radio station's balcony. It's a little chilly this evening. Mm. I have an item from the office in front of me. I'm about to throw it off the balcony. Yeah. If you can tell what that item is just by the sound of it hitting the car park below, you win. What did Zach splat? Let's just uh, give you a bit of an introduction, a bit of a warm-up for people who want to play along. This is some of the sounds, some of the splats we've had in recent weeks. That was a bin. That was, I believe, an office chair. I think that was a computer monitor. That's right. Just some of the things that have been splat. Uh, and amazingly, this segment hasn't been stopped by the office manager yet. We've come close. We've come very close. They found out about what we've been cooking in the toaster <laughs> yeah. this week. Yeah. 
And so we got a little bit of a yeah. talking to there. Yeah, we're but about nothing about throwing stuff off the balcony yet. Nothing on that. We have been. We're just about to get a new toaster. We've been banned from using that. Yeah. However, we'll cover that off later. We'll that cover that be, off later. Uh, yeah. Right now, we're throwing some of their <laughs> stuff off the balcony. <laughs> That's it. Okay, so you got this week's item, Zach. All right, let's do this. Let's throw it off. Hang on, I've got to. Um, I've got to put down the microphone because it's quite heavy. Okay, cool. Give us a countdown. Here we go. Three, two, one. Geronimo! My goodness. Oh, what did Zach flat? <laughs> Is everyone okay out there? Michael was bringing it back up. Okay, I heard I heard producer Michael sigh, and I was worried it might have hit him. Um, it's still in perfect condition. It's quite amazing, actually. Okay. They should advertise this item as able to fall from a balcony. And how high is the balcony? What, 10, 15? Three, no, 10 metres. Are you kidding? Like okay. three or four metres? Okay. Thirteen ten sixty. if you think you know what that sound was, that hitting the car park below. We're going to get a second splat here, Zach, yeah, just a reminder. It is still in perfect condition. That's amazing. Well, there's a bit of a hint. What could the sound be that is in perfect condition? Three, two. Oh, I don't think it's in perfect condition anymore. We got a little bit of a break there. <laughs> Zach, can we have one more splat just as a reminder for people who've just tuned in? All right, hang on, because kind of hard to lift this thing. Okay, so 13, it's surprisingly 10, heavy. Like looking at it, it's yeah. like it's just cumbersome. You know how some things are just like right. they're hard to lift. Here we go. Interesting. Thirteen ten sixty. If you, uh, you think you know what this sound is, three, two, one, Geronimo! Oh. Hey, Zach. Yes? I might have forgot to have the microphone up to hear the splat there. You couldn't hear that. I could, you could hear it faintly in the distance. I had it above my head. I threw it down. Now I'm going to have to run down to the car park and pull it back up again. I think producer Michael's going to help. I knew I was getting to do something, and we basically the way let's, this segment works... Can we, we, do we have any... Can we go to a guess just based on that one? Based on that, sure. Let's go to Shane in Townsville. What do you reckon it is, Shane? I'm guessing a printer. What, what makes you think that, Shane? Uh, the sound like there's a bit of glass smashing, so... Yeah. yeah. Th- no, unfortunately. Not I think a what you're hearing is mm. a aluminium edging. Yeah. 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 Here, producer Michael's got it back up. Okay, I've got the microphone up this time, Zach, our field microphone down at the scene. Bring another okay. three. Here we go. In three, two, one. Geronimo! Interesting. Did you hear that one? I did hear that one. That was the other aluminium side. Well, 131060, if you think uh, what it is, we have Rosa in Griffith. What do you reckon, Zach Splat, Rosa? Is it a, like a whiteboard? Yeah! Wow! <laughs> Rosa, that's unbelievable. We didn't think anyone was going to get this. This is the earliest what did Zach Splat has ever gone How off, Rosa. How did you guess whiteboard? Oh, no, it's just it. <laughs> that's amazing. Extra points if you can guess what's written on it. <laughs> You're fired. Nah. <laughs> it actually says "keep it real, bitches." Does it? To be honest with you, and Who I don't think that? I don't think many officers would have that. No, but that's what we do in the radio station, apparently. Jeez. Okay, well, keeping it real, bitches, on the show tonight. There's also a lot of tips on how to good, do good radio. <laughs> no talk over. Yeah. Pause to chat. 
Okay. Yeah, we should read these, Dom, actually. <laughs> we'll come down in the song and just have a bit of a peruse. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom is always coming in here with these outrageous claims. Honestly, he's never been able to back it up. Well, that's not he's true. He's coming with another one. People have started to notice this. What do you mean? We get in comments all the time. Dom's never able to back up these abilities that he says he has. I was able to pick vegan cheese from real cheese. Uh, that was pretty easy. Okay. Well, the point is this one I'm pretty confident I can do. I'm playing right in my wheelhouse. I realized um, the other day, Zach, that I have had so many Kinder Surprises. It is my favorite chocolate. And I reckon I've had so many of them now that I've started to develop this superpower where just by tasting a Kinder Surprise, I can tell you what month it's going to expire. Hmm. Because because what I've noticed is, and you wouldn't pick this. I mean, when was your last Kinder Surprise? Mm. Outside of maybe having one with me for the show purposes, when do you reckon you last had one for yourself? Uh, 20, 20 years ago. <laughs> what? When you were oh, nine. When you were nine years old. You yeah. haven't had one since you are missing out, man. I don't think That's so. That's crazy. Missing out on what? The best chocolate. I mean, what do you have? What's your choice of chocolate now? Uh, Snickers. Oh my gosh. And you'd like dark chocolate, wouldn't you? Yeah. 70% or more. <laughs> oh, good Lord. If they made a dark Snickers, yeah. that'd be right up my alley. Everyone's laughing at you right now, by the way. Are they? Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm not the one having Kinder Surprises. They're a great chocolate, and if you haven't had a Kinder Surprise, drop by the server on the way home, get one, you'll see that I'm right. The point is, Zach, I've noticed that you can tell the difference. The The freshness of a Kinder Surprise is very evident in the taste. So I've, I, we've got producer Michael to get three Kinder Surprises. They are all expiring on different months of the next, I guess, 12, 24-ish months. Mm-hmm. And I'll be able to tell you just from the taste what month, and year that expires. Okay, let's get the first one over to Dom. You yep. hoe into it and it is, let us know your thoughts. I, I must say also, by the way, there is, why are you playing this music? Because you need some thinking music. This is the music that makes you sound like an idiot. Yeah, come on. Okay, here we go. What do you first think? kind of surprise. Oh, it looks somewhat fresh from the outset. Here's a taste. I don't know when these are, so you can't accuse me of cheating. Yep. I love when we do stuff on the show that means I get to eat Yeah, I know. Surprises. That's half your ideas. <laughs> we have noticed that as well. Okay. What month? It's not really old, but it's not really fresh. I reckon that is expiring in September of this year. Incorrect. When what is it, Michael? August, so not too far. Oh. But, great start. No, but you sorry, said that God. you could do it. You didn't say you'd go close. But yeah. of course, you, they only have one year shelf life, so you have one in 12 shot. Okay, I'm just saying. That's you like, have to get yeah. within one month. Yeah. You have one in four shot. Okay, here we go. That's really easy. Number two. What's your guess? Oh, yeah, this one's fresher. It's a fresher Kinder Surprise. This one expires in December. Oh, he's got it. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) I'm pretty happy with this. One month off in December. This is pretty good. Is it? (laughs) Right, third Kinder Surprise. Here we go. It's a bit crumblier. Hmm. This one's slightly, I reckon, older. Quite staler. Yeah. This one expires in July. Damn it. May. That one was, I believe, producer Michael. Oh, yeah, that was May, as in this month it expires in about 24 days. Hmm. 24 hours, you mean. 24 days. It was like the 24th of May. Well, that was a few days ago. Oh, sorry, yeah. 
That one's expired. Sorry, this is an expired. You bought me an expired Kinder Surprise. I was gonna. You didn't guess even expired. notice it. I mean, you said that you could. You can't. You said that you could guess the That's, month they expire. Uh, well, you couldn't even guess one that was already expired. Yeah. Where'd you get that from, Michael? We should report that. <laughs> uh, small business. Small On special? Business, yeah. Nope. Oh, okay. Oh, you should at least get it on special. I'm still eating it, by the way. I haven't stopped. So, Dom, yeah, uh, once again, was, you can't do it. No, that was. I reckon most people listening would be like, you know, good effort. Yeah. Good effort, Dom. Like, don't get me wrong. I didn't get a one hundred percent. Are you playing the fix you bed? I just thought maybe. Why are you playing the fix you bed? I think he wants you to do an apology. We have to play the fix you bed, but I'm making an apology. Yeah, I got nothing to apologise for. Yeah. Okay. So you enjoyed everyone listening to you eat three Kinder surprises. Yeah. And display a very mild, unimpressive, maybe remotely considered talent. I'm having the rest of them now. This has been a great night for me. Mm. What's the consequence for this? There's someone. No. Maybe long-term health problems. Yeah. But apart from and that, maybe a drop in the rating. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, Zach, you know I've got my hands on a time capsule, a big metal drum. I'm going to bury it in the ground for people in a thousand years' time to dig up just to get a sense of what life is like, was like for us, you know, in this day and age. Mm. Uh, I've put together a bit of an entry just summing up what life's been like over the past week. So this is for you, future humans. <laughs> Greetings, humans of 3019. This message is coming to you from 1,000 years ago. This week on Earth, it was announced that Tamagotchis, the digital pet from the 90s, are coming back. I mightn't be allowed to get one, though, after I killed one back in primary school. A friend of mine was going camping with his family and he was told he wasn't allowed to bring the Tamagotchi camping, so he asked me if I could, like, look after it. It was like pet-sitting for the week. And I killed that one too. (laughs) How did you kill them? I don't understand. I just forget to feed them. But don't they beep? Uh, yeah, I think I got annoyed by the beeping, so I put it, like, under a bunch of cushions. And then I go back and check it a few days later. I didn't smother the Tamagotchi. After that confession, Zach thought my Tamagotchi killing had the makings of a new true crime podcast. (laughs) Got the serial music. Okay. As you smother the Tamagotchi. Yeah, well, now it sounds like this is a true crime investigation. My my smothering of my friend's Tamagotchi. But yeah, I was a serial Tamagotchi killer, evidently. That poor Tamagotchi. Yeah. All it wanted to do was go on a camping trip. (laughs) But then Dom came along. (laughs) And he had other plans. (laughs) This is the story of Dom and the Tamagotchi. It's not just Tamagotchis getting killed on our show, though. Zach also killed a toaster while trying to see if he could toast a slice of pizza. Yeah, it's really stuck in there. Has it All melted right. into the side? Yeah, it's that melted. Like, it's just like... Yeah. Oh, okay. no. <laughs> the worst possible thing has happened. What's happened? <laughs> As I've pulled it out, it's broken in half. <laughs> so now half... T- Half the pizza is stuck down the bottom. Okay, well, we've ruined a toaster. We have ruined this toaster. <laughs> At least this works toaster. And thankfully, we are about to move on to oh, this no. so. <laughs> It's real bad. <laughs> There's a lot of cheese down the bottom. It's just a pile of melted cheese I in the bottom know. of the toaster. I think the best drink to go with a slice of toasted pizza is a glass of champagne. Just don't ask me where champagne comes from. Isn't that the idea of champagne? That's like an area... In France, so only they're allowed to call it champagne. Everyone has, has to call it sparkling wine. I didn't know that. It's champagne from France. Where do you think it was from? <laughs> I didn't know. I thought it might have been an Aussie thing. <laughs> champagne? I don't know. Have you seen how it's spelled? <laughs> from what? Also, what alcohol yeah. are Australians known for? <laughs> VB, Forex and Goon. And champagne. That's a real <laughs> steep... 
<laughs> a steep change in class. Speaking of a change in class, I told a story of a stranger starting a conversation with me at a urinal. But Zach didn't like my phrasing. Well, I'm there, you know, taking care of business when suddenly I hear from, from the lift. Taking care of business. You well, can't what? say that. Okay, what that should I say? That sounds like a poo. <laughs> <laughs> Relieving yourself is what you'd say. Taking care of business is a number two. It's go-karting this week and was telling Zach why I found it such a scary experience. It goes so fast and you're like exposed to the elements so you can feel the wind, you know. I've been driving with you and that's much more scary. (laughs) What, just on the road? Yeah. People get pissed off at you all the time. Yeah. yeah, You get a record number of middle fingers. (laughs) Can I add, that's not necessarily always due to speed. That's often due to... uh, Cutting people off. (laughs) Other misdemeanors. Ultimately, though, I decided go-karting wasn't my kind of hobby. I don't think go-karting's for me, mm. um, in hindsight, unless they open up, like, a new cautious go-karting where you give way and you stop at a pedestrian crossing. School that's zone just, go-karting. I could do that. You can do that on the road, and please, <laughs> we want you to. <laughs> the community has come together. We would like you to take more precautions. And in closing this week's time capsule entry, we try to make our show as informative and educational as possible which is why we were grateful we had the chance to help teach some language of our generation to Jenny, who called in. Slaying. Do you know what that is, Jenny? Slaying. What's that? Slay. Like you're slaying. Slaying. You're doing a good job. Do you know what that is? Slaying? Yeah, that's right. Do you feel you're slaying, Jenny? Uh... Yeah, yes, in in most areas, yes. Can you say I'm I'm slaying for us? I'm slaying. Can you give us a yas, queen? (laughs) Uh, what? <laughs> yes, queen. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. <laughs> You're slaying. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.